there's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. Law enforcement are writing tickets, so why take the risk? Do the smart thing and start buckling up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket. Well, uh, Chris, thanks for joining us on the show, man. You're currently kicking ass all over the globe on the Judas Rising Tour. How's the World Tour been so far? What's the best gig so far? It's hard to say, man. There's been so many great shows. Uh, I mean, if you're talking about the Judas Rising Tour that started last May or on this tour right now, it's just, it's, it's interesting because, you know, we played a show last night in Johnson City, Tennessee, that was only set up four days earlier because of the hurricane. A gig got canceled because of the hurricane. So we moved the show to, you know, another venue in another city, and in four days we sold the place out. It was just crazy. So you never know what you're going to get, man, and we're really excited because every show is fun. It's very rare that we do a show where we go, well, that wasn't any good. So, um, you know, there's been so many great gigs, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, New York, uh, Berlin, London, uh, Oslo, Norway. It's kind of a worldwide phenomenon at this point, and that's why we're really excited to bring to bring it all back to Australia. Absolutely, man. It's uh, long overdue. Being a headline tour this time, I'm sure you're getting a lot of requests for songs already online. D- does that help shape what the set's going to be? It does, and, and basically at this point, um, most of the set is made up of the last three records, because those three records are, are the ones that uh, the people know the most, mm. and those are the songs that seem to flow best in the, in the set. Uh, we do do uh, a couple of ones here and there, and we do a VIP meet and greet kind of mini concert before the show. We play kind of more of the older ones there, but in the set now, it's, it's the majority of the set is from the last three records, and, and we find some of those older songs, as much as we love them, don't fit as, as well as they used to, because um, these new songs are just going to be so much better. So it, it's, it's a good problem to have when you're trying to pick out a set list, and I'm already thinking ahead to the next tour of what songs are we going to be able to drop from this set. And you're going to have to get rid of some of them, so you start going in your head and kind of figure out which ones might not make it to the next one. But the set right now from, from note one to note ten is, is, is amazing, and uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun. That'd be the hardest, uh, hardest thing, so you, you have your favorite songs you wouldn't want to stop playing, I guess, as well. But do you find that from town to town, that uh, some people like the uh, shake your ass and get down ones and some people like the, the heavy bang your head ones. Does that change? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it changes. You always know what songs are going to get a good reaction. Like the song like Burn Me Out, every time we play it, it's a highlight of the set. You know, people love Judas from the older songs. Like Squad always goes over well. Fire in My Mouth is great because we do some cool production on that. Um, Sand Paper works really well in the set now. So, you know, you just kind of mix and match and try different ones out. And sometimes in a song like Sin and Bones, which might not be a hit, but it's got great energy. It's a lot of fun to play in the thing. It's one that I, I want to have it in the set always. And that's kind of, you know, you have songs that come out that are hits, and then you have songs that are like live hits that whenever you play them, always go over well, even if people have never heard the song before. Just to try and find a mix of those two. Of course, the new album is phenomenal. Uh, it's just blowing up everywhere. It must be a good feeling you know, that you've just kicked it out of the park with this one. It's just unreal. Well, like I said, we're very lucky that we had, you know, uh, such great songs on this and three top 20 hits in the States, two top 10. You can just see the momentum building and the shows get bigger. 
Uh, the crowds get bigger, the sales get bigger, um, and the notoriety and the buzz of the band continues to grow. So it's really cool. It's just, it's that when we started to write the Judas album, we wanted it to take us to the next level, and it has done that and so much more. So you got one of my favorite people on the planet on the album as well. Pyro the Hero is on uh, Three Days in Jail. How'd that come about? We've always had a lot of rap elements to our music, even if it's just background loops, things on those lines. But we wanted to have a rap vocal on the song Three Days in Jail, and we, we tried a couple of guys, but Hyra's part just really nailed it. It, was, uh, it just really kind of fit the, the violent, dark, dirty vibe of that song. So yeah, we came in and, and crushed it. It was, it was very cool to, to have him involved, for sure. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I, I've got a lot of time for that guy. I think he's, he's amazing at what he does. So uh, having the two together, Fozzie and Hyra, yeah. is uh, something special, man. Absolutely. And uh, you've, you've got the Rock and Wrestling Grazier C coming up. Man, that looks like it's going to be a blast. How much organizing goes into something like that on top of touring and everything else you do? I mean, do you have a double? Is there another Chris Jericho clone that runs around and helps you out with that stuff? I mean, how do you get time, man? Yeah, it's just, it's just passion, man. You know, it's passion all across the board, and it's something that I had the idea of doing, and it took me three years to get it up and rolling, and here we are only five weeks away. You know, if you're going to round it up, we've sold out. We still have a few cabins left, but they're very minimal now. And just to know that this, you know, I was looking at the program for it this morning, and just to see this idea that I created, and suddenly now it's ready to go, it's, it blows my mind. And it's just a really cool, you know, another item I can add to this very amazing resume that I have. And hopefully, uh, it, it, it's already successful. Hopefully, it's enough of a success where we can do it again next year and continue to do it on an annual basis. It'd be awesome to see something like that down in Australia because, I mean, everyone goes over there for the cruise cruiser gigs. But uh, when he's come down here, maybe maybe something uh, in the future? Well, the thing about it is, that, you know, looking at the demographics, there's a whole bunch of people coming from Australia, like dozens. So that's another thing I love about this cruise. It's not just for North Americans, not American Canadians, but mm. uh, tons of people from the UK, tons of people from Australia. In Germany, Chile, Japan, Saudi Arabia, Ireland, and all over the place, people are coming to the cruise. So um, it's good to know that it's kind of got some worldwide influence behind it. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty fun. Are you doing the meet and greets and everything on the cruise as well? I'll be doing everything, man. I'm marrying people. I'm wrestling. I'm playing shows, fancy gigs. I, I got I got a busy schedule. <laughs> totally, man. Totally. Well, uh, of course, I'm, I'm a big fan of the paranormal shows on your network, and uh, you're a paranormal enthusiast as well. I mean, could we maybe see a paranormal-themed concept record from Fozzy in the future? I don't know about that, but, um, you know, it's always a part of who I am and what I do. I'm very interested in, in those type of things, and uh, it's just fun. It's fun to, to go through them, kind of learn more about them, and it's fun to, uh, you know, talk about them on, on top of Jericho, and to have the guys from Beyond the Darkness involved in the cruise. So, you know, the whole concept of the cruise was to put together something that I was interested in and that I would enjoy being a part of. And Paranormal is a big part of that. So it was, it was great to have, a, to have all of that uh, involved. And I love those shows. If you could pass on that feedback to those boys and tell them that uh, I'm a big fan. I love it. I love love those shows. And your show is a lot of uh, inspiration from that, man. But... Uh, you know, have you, in, in terms of that, have you been out on the road and experienced anything paranormal? 
couple of minor things here and there, man. I had what's called a time displacement where I was driving home one night and suddenly lost a few hours. I have no idea what happened. And I always say that's usually something that happens when someone gets abducted by, by a UFO. So I'm not saying I got abducted, but I did have the time displacement where I have no idea where those two hours went. But other than that, I've been pretty uh, paranormal free. I'd rather hear about it and talk about it than actually experience it. That's full on, man. <laughs> what about the other boys in the band? Have they? Uh, did you tell them? I'm not sure. It's, it's something that uh, uh, has happened. You know, I, I don't really know the other guys and stuff. But some of the guys don't believe in it at all. But you know, from from doing my shows, I, I've talked with and, and and heard a lot of stories about different uh, experiences that people have had. Oh, that's awesome, man. And uh, of course, in regards to the meet and greets that you do, you've you've got a couple down here that's already sold out, I believe. But, uh, you know, you were saying you do the mini-show with the classic rock songs. And, you know, these these experiences are pretty special for fans, as I'm sure you're told all the time. But has there been a fan meet-and-greet that's, like, left a real impression on you that's been kind of special? All of them. You know, we want, we've, been, we've been experimenting for years with different, uh, you know, forms of the VIP meet-and-greet and what we want to do and, and that sort of thing. And we settled on, you know, doing a mini concert for, for the fans, and it's become a big hit. You know, you get a chance to actually, you know, if I had a chance to see Metallica play five songs, you know, in an empty venue just with them and us, I think that's a pretty cool moment. And then you hang out inside pictures and take photographs and that sort of thing. So we really kind of found the, the formula that works really well. It gives people their value. It gives, it gives them value. It gives them, like you said, an experience that they're not going to forget. It's very important because... People are paying a lot of hard-earned money to be involved in this, and we didn't ever want it to be just an experience where, you know, everyone takes one group shot, and then you just leave and five minutes and you're done, which a lot of people do. We wanted to make it extra mm. special for the people that, uh, that are involved. Yeah, it's, it only takes that extra second to uh, give someone a hug and, you know, make the rest of their life. So I think that was, you yeah. know, Dio's philosophy. Yeah, 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 exactly. So what's next for Fozzy? For uh, 2019, you got this tour coming up and uh, out there kicking ass. You know what, what's what's on the cards? Well, I mean, after we do Australia, um, we go to Canada, and then the Judas Rising tour ends on August 4th. Uh, sorry, uh, December 4th, and then we go into the studio and, and, and start working on some new stuff and writing some new stuff and keep the ball rolling. You know, um, we've got like I said, we've got a lot of momentum right now, a lot of buzz with the band, so you want to. We want to continue to build that, and um, it's it's been a long tour, but a very a very uh, amazing tour with a lot of great shows and a lot of great bands we went out with. And now it's time to take it once again to the next level. It really feels like that for you guys, as a fan looking from the outside. Next album is going to be huge for you guys. I think this is just the beginning. Well, I appreciate it, man. Like I said, our goal is to, to take things to the next level with Judas. We did that. And now it's time to uh, to keep keep it going, man. And like David Ross here today, gone later today. And we don't want to be gone later today. After 19 years of, of playing uh, like we have and, and, and doing all the, the great shows and all the, the killer albums that we have, like you mentioned, I think you can really feel it's a whole new era for Fozzie. And we're going to continue to do that. So here we go. Absolutely. Well, uh, thanks again for taking the time to be on the show, Chris. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you and Fozzie down under in November. Until then, enjoy your cruise. Have you, uh, you drink the old goose? <laughs> the grand yeah. goose? Yeah, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Have a few of those and uh, enjoy, brother. We'll see you soon. 
Excellent. I'm looking forward to seeing all you guys in, uh, in uh, November. Man. It's going to be a blast. See you then. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 